0: This show is part of the Stuff Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Basically. I'm your host, Stephanie Preisner, and with me in studio today, I have something that's very different to anything we've done before. Really, uh, I you may know her from Instagram. Fiona Fairy Psychic Medium is the name of the Instagram account, and I have Fiona with me in studio today to ask her about everything. Psychic, everything, medium-ish, me, me, everything to do with <laughs> being a medium. Uh, thank you so much for coming in to chat to me.
1: Thank you for having me,
0: Stephanie. I'm absolutely fascinated. I mean, you know the podcast we're friends on Instagram. Yes, you know that this is like a very science-based podcast, and that <laughs> I'm into like all things science. And yet, there's this part of me that has been interested in interested in all like all things psychic all things horoscopes astrology because I don't know it feels like since the dawn of time there's been sort of like three strands like even Carl Jung was into alchemy yes. the way that science was developed yes. was they were trying to turn lead into gold so that there is yeah. something that connects I think magic uh, the paranormal and science in a sort of a three way double helix Yes, since forever so I'm really fascinated to have you uh, how did you get into into this? Is this something that you're born with that you were told about? I feel it can be a bit of both. So I feel first of all, I believe we all have
1: psychic ability, every single one of us. And I like to describe it as some children pick up the piano when they're, you know, when when they have an interest in it, some go on to be concert level, some keep it as a hobby and some aren't bothered by it and, and, and some wouldn't even be drawn to play the piano. Yeah. But we all have the inherent ability to play the piano. And so it's up to us, sometimes our social conditioning, our religious conditioning, whether or not we go down that path and some mediums would have more predilection to it than others, as in they would have a lot of mediumship in their family. Um, It could also be the family dynamic that would be quite supportive also as well. So I would be a third generation medium. So my great great grandmother on my mother's side, but also my nanny on my dad's side. So Um, I I have it on actually both sides of the family. But the funny thing is, is that. All the women on my mum's side are as sharp as a fox. So when we would talk about emotions and feelings and vibes, it wasn't um, an odd uh, abnormality. You'd be like, oh, I have a bad feeling about that. I think us Irish are innately spiritual as a people. I mean, we have massive pagan roots. And so that was hemorrhaged off us, you know, over 800 years and it was cut away from us in our language. But the Irish language is very spiritual as well. We are a spiritual people. I mean, you think of it, Stephanie we have poets and the great writers and, and and spiritual prose. So I believe us Irish mediums, we come from the heart. We come from a very spiritual place. And I also feel that there's no right way to believe. You know, I, I would consider myself almost agnostic. I believe many paths okay. lead to the divine. I don't like to label it or to say you have to believe this or to earn this or to be like this. I don't believe in a God that condemns um, people for who you love or for what you believe or for being a woman, so Mm -hmm. to speak. So so how I got into was I was always a very sensitive child. and, And my first memories of I remember seeing energy moving as only a small little I was a toddler. And then my first real memory of spirit was I think I was about four or five and my cat Blackie appeared by my bed and I immediately knew something had happened and the cat was in pain and I ran into my m- mum and dad's room and I was like ball and crying and I was like, Blackie's dead. And of course, mum and dad were like, go back to bed, love. It's a bad dream. Mm-hmm. And I was traumatized. I was like, no, Blackie's dead. And they were like, go back to bed. So of course, I went back to bed crying, you know, <laughs> and the next morning my dad was getting up for work and there was our cat Blackie dead at the side of the road oh, and I wow. remember my dad going okay that's <laughs> that's just not right so he came home that day like he he you know buried back he went on to work and uh, came back and said to mum uh, by the way um, uh, this is one to tell you so they weren't it was never condemned or shut down or it was always almost encouraged Mm and not in a way that's like, you know, hippie or anything like that. But if I talk about a vibe or I got a bad feeling, my mum and dad wouldn't kind of tell me, oh, don't be so silly. They'd almost say, why and where is that coming from? You know, so I've always been fascinated by religion and I couldn't understand how I look at a priest And I'd see certain priests that have lovely energy. I'd see energy around them and others wouldn't have energy. They'd almost have a a darkness around them. And I was fascinated by that. I was like, how can you stand up there and talk about God? And there's no goodness in you. I, I, I could not make sense. But in my young little head, I realized I was reading energy. I was reading their personal I didn't that other uh, people
0: couldn't see no, that. Was well, it? I
1: assumed everybody could. I, I, okay. I just assumed that was normal and it wasn't until I started primary school. And then I realized, oh, God, actually, there's nothing normal about me at all. And so I would have shut down for a period of time just to protect myself. Mm-hmm. And then it was secondary. It all opened up again. So the hormones kicked off. And of course, it was that was it. So. I would have always had this fascination with everything esoteric. I The only time I ever mitched off school was to get my first deck of cards. Oh, wow. Um, and the Jervis Street uh, first opened. And it was a big deal. Do you remember Boots first came and it was a big deal? And for me, it was like I was a bookworm for my entire childhood. And it was the, you know, um, the bookshop, the chapters had just opened. And I remember getting um, my best friend's sister had this deck of animal medicine cards and when she was out, we used to scuttle under her bed and get her a deck and we used to practice with it. So that was my first ever deck when I was about oh, 15, 16 years of age. And uh, I it was like a precious treasure. And I mean, look, look, Look at now, it's a multi-billion dollar industry. You go on YouTube, you go anywhere nowadays. Instagram, you mentioned there, you know, yeah. we're talking about picking cards. It's wonderful for the baby medium or if you're looking to develop your spirituality and, and that. It's fantastic. Yes. Does it not make it a little bit generic? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Oh, I mean, because some people now like they go, uh, they buy a deck of cards on Amazon mm -hmm. and then they're like, "Okay, I'm going to tell you your fortune. Yes.
1: Well, I remember my baptism of fire was through the holistic fairs, uh, the psychic fairs. Um, And it was a baptism of fire because I was incredibly naive, Stephanie. So what were these kind of like? So their psychic fair circuit uh, would, um, I'm not so sure now after the pandemic, you know, but before the pandemic, especially in the 80s and 90s from Celtic tiger boom years right up until then the noughties um, there would be circuits that would travel around the country into all the different hotels and there would be these fairs where you would get cards you would get crystals you would get books you would have holistic treatments such as Reiki reflexology you could get the treatments there absolutely yeah could get test, a reading test. and stuff oh absolutely and so you'd walk into a room and there'd be like a corral in the centre of like 20 to 30 readers I went
0: to of those in Scotland I didn't know they were here but I was like how can they be reading like I was sitting so close to someone it was like we were in Wagamamas.
1: you would just be closing your energy directly linking into that person okay you know but what that was a baptism of fire because you learn to to be very quick and go in immediately what's going on with that person go straight to it but you also learn that there was nothing for me and I can only speak to myself and there's no disrespect meant to anyone that's still in that industry and I can only speak of my own personal experiences, but for me, it was baptism of fire. It was cutthroat, cutthroat. And um, there would be psychics undercutting you on the prices, stealing your clients from your queue, uh, bitching back to it. I mean, I was a very naive 20 something. I was in my early 20s when I started on the circuit and it for me, I actually it was like being slammed into a wall because for me, I equated with being spiritual, with being a good person. Mm -hmm. And And you're a really
0: sensitive person,
1: very sensitive. But, you know, you would think that if you were holding space for somebody, which for me was always incredibly sacred, that you would be a good person. And that's not the case. case. So some of it is incredibly focused and very generic. And I just in the long way around uh, for what you just said there. I remember one fair I went to and this woman was watching all this and she went over to a stand, bought a deck of cards and set herself up at the end of she was selling stuff and she started reading for people and she was reading the guidebook.
0: Oh my god. Reading the
1: guidebook and doing cards for people and charging them fifty Euros. That's, the, there was murder. No, no, she didn't get away with it. There was absolute murder. And that was just the readers that were going to kill her. never mind uh, the people that were like, hold on a second. You, you're not doing this for long. You know, there was mm-hmm. killings over it. But you you learn very all of us have there's no regulation in this industry in Ireland as mm-hmm. well. And that's something I feel very strongly about as it's the mediums and all the people that would work under that umbrella are very vulnerable then because you have the frauds. So when you follow me on Instagram, Stephanie, you will see there's not a week goes by where I don't post about all the fraudulent accounts that I am constantly duplicated. Um, so I have frauds all the time using my images, using my personal image to pretend they're me and hustle people because I've such a long waiting list. And so that's people being taken advantage of. And for me, that's something I feel very strongly about because
0: I, I feel very strongly about what I do. How can, how, I have so many questions. Um, my brain is like on fire. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, I'll, I'll ask my first question. I'll ask the two questions at the same time so, because then I'll have said them and you can choose to answer whichever one you want. Um, so the first one is, how would you regulate it? Because how can you, like, you know, if you, you can regulate, uh, let's say you can, like, psychology also needs to be regulated yes, at the moment. I and agree. you can regulate it yes. by saying, okay, where have you trained? Yes. What are your qualifications? So that's my question. How do you, like, what's the solution? Well, to that? first of
1: all, we don't really have um some good there's some great mediums around this country. They're doing great training courses, but we don't have regulation around those training courses. OK, so any Tom, Dick or Harry can set themselves up as the Academy of um, mediumship. And then you also have the different religions, which is spiritualism in Ireland, which is a faith, which is a religion. You have fantastic spiritualist mediums and you would sometimes hear them called spiritualists. That's to do with a religion. Okay. Um. whereas again, I, I don't subscribe to any religion. I I, I subscribe to the path. Um, of I uh, believe in everything, whatever works for you. It's energy at the end of the day. We all go back to source. So um, I feel how you would regulate it, like any service. Um, so you could rate the person you went to personally. There would have to be some way that you could um, validate that you yourself went for that reading, because yes, again, okay. within my industry, you have other psychics leaving fake Google reviews pretending that they are um, that they went for readings with that reader and slating them to bring down their re- reviews. It's cut, like, I mean, it's a it's an absolute cutthroat industry. Which is so
0: wild. It's, it's yep. Yeah. Like and yep. it's supposed to be this sort of like greater good thing. Well, that's how I see it. I suppose. Well, there's some really gorgeous people working in the industry, but because it's an
1: unregulated industry and it's why we are so open to I completely respect and I have some lovely people have had great discussions with atheists, agnostics and that. And when you can come respectfully, I'm not trying to convince anybody what I do. That's the first thing yes, I think yeah. that if you start to try and I've witnessed many a conversation at dinner, sometimes with very interesting groups of people where it was almost condescending and patronizing. Oh, where yeah,
0: like the medium it.
1: was like, yes, that too. But also the medium going, oh, per you, you don't believe in an afterlife. And I was like, uh. oh, god. for me, actually, a lot of the atheists that I know are academics, you know, that there's a, they have researched their religion. They have a doctorates and masters that they, they know what they're talking about about and it was also part of my journey that the more I researched the more I had less Uh, I have been to spiritual places that's another thing I've been to you know like Stonehenge and Fatima and all these kind of beautiful places and I have more affinity with the likes of you know nature and these spiritual places I would have a beautiful I remember when I did the Camino and I came into the cathedral in Santiago with all its gold and and I had more of an affinity with the beautiful aviary in the monastery, with the little birds dipping in and out of the fountain. I found a very sacred, beautiful energy there than I did in this cathedral full of gold. I had no affinity with that. And I would kind of go back to the more Celtic pagan energy that, you know, we all have a responsibility to live our lives and to be good to the animals, to look after the planet, to leave this place better than we were before. So I'm not trying to convince you. Of you know, this is all real. You have to lead your pathway in life, and I have to lead mine. And so, I find that I feel the regulation where that could be would be regarding the service. So, that there's very dangerous people in my industry that are trying to say that they have cures or that they, um do spells or, you know, give me your give me your money and I'll take this away for you, you know, or or I'll tell you when you're going to die or I'll tell you when um, you're going to get married. And I'm like, hold on one second. There's too many strands When, when I'm working with energy and I feel energy around a person. I'm almost seeing so many different likelihoods around them of where their path could take them. You could still go out that door after a reading, take on board what I've said and do the opposite. Because we have free will. All of us in humanity, well, most of us um some some third world countries, unfortunately, don't have as much free will as we have. But in this part of the world, we have free will. And so I can go out that door. I can help an old lady across the street or I could moke someone. Do you know, mm-hmm. that's on me.
0: But so is is that to say that Like a a medium or or a psychic who says, I can tell you when you're going to die or your mother's going to die, that that's irresponsible? Absolutely irresponsible. I mean, can you imagine, Stephanie, if,
1: and by the way, I'll I'll actually just there. So what is the difference between a medium and a psychic? I I can see you
0: going, what's the right (laughs) word to say? I feel like mediums can talk to dead people. You've got it.
1: So every single medium is psychic. But not every psychic is a medium. medium. So a psychic person picks up that energy of humans. So for me to you, um, they may just do that by talking. They may use cards. They may use runes, crystal balls, scrying, water, you name it. They don't have to use tools. But it is basically reading a human being's energy. And is it reading? Sorry, is it reading? Is that the same as a fortune teller? Yes, is it like- oh, 100%. And that is where a fortune teller, that's where the name fortune telling or tell your fortune or read your hand. That is for a psychic. And that's where there's spiritual snobbery because mediums get offended being called fortune tellers because okay. uh, mediums can do that, but they can also connect with your loved ones in spirit. So they can go up there and they can also be here at the
0: same time. Two questions. Is that because they have heart? Like, is it that a psychic like hasn't dug in and sort of like tried to connect with that part of themselves? Or is it just that some people have that skill I, and others don't? You see, and this is
1: where Stephanie, I it's not for me to turn around and say, oh, well,
0: you know, yes, there's
1: some of us that are gifted because yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. again, I'm like, get up off the yard, you know, yeah. I feel it's like that predilection I was saying to you about playing the piano. Do you know, I think some people are into that are into it and some are not. Some have an affinity, an I suppose I would say. I feel if you force anything, I'm, I mean, I think you, you block it, you know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I know that there there's some very talented mediums and they're awful people. And then
0: there are so like I've been to a couple, right? And there are ones who tell you like, this is the type of person you are and this is what you've done and this is who you are. And that's all, that's always very satisfying to be like, yeah. oh, you see me, you know me. Yeah. um, yeah. And And then there are ones who are like, this is what's going to happen for you. So some of them don't really go into the fortune. They just sort of say like, well, you're this kind of person and... These are the things that you might struggle with. I'm not saying they're going to happen, but if they were, based on the personality that I know, you're going to have a difficulty with. Yeah. this. Yeah, well, that definitely. Just a style thing? That's a you've you've nailed it before I've even answered
1: it. That's down to your personal style. My personal style is I like to link in with a person. I like to make them feel nice and relaxed, and, mm-hmm. and, and just basically have the crack, um, take away any nerves or jitters, or you know, and um, then I kind of go in with their personality, uh, what they're like, uh, etc. Sometimes I will pick up on lessons they've gone through or sometimes if they're in the middle of one, a life lesson. Um, and then I tend to go into then what's going on around them and then I feel things coming their way. Um, I'm just a very nosy person in general, so I love going in and going into the gritty and, and, and seeing, you know, OK, what's going on here? What are you attracting? What you can avoid as <laughs> the case may be. Yeah. But I am very strict about uh, two areas, and that is death or diagnosis. Absolutely not first. And that's what going back to what you said about people want to know when you die. look at it. it's not that I say nothing is definite but I, I just feel there would need to be an awful lot of personal integrity around that and I feel just because somebody wants to hear something doesn't morally make it right for you to say it that when you turn and say well that person's going to pass at that point you're, you're kind of um, I've heard too many horror stories, Stephanie, and I've heard far more times that they've got people have got it wrong than when it has been right. And normally when it's right, it's phrased in a way that even the media themselves doesn't know what they're answering. So it could be something like, um, in February there's gonna be a hell of a lot of energy here in your family, there's gonna be a lot of stress. So perhaps just be careful or is have you got a big event coming up in your family and the person can say no, 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 and they walk away going, that was a lot of rubbish, and then all of a sudden February there's could be a major event in their family and then they realized only later oh my god Do you know but that was delivered in a way that wouldn't have been terrifying or even can you imagine if someone said someone close to you is going to die in February they did
0: they said this to me they were like I went to one and she was like you're the la okay I don't want to actually give away who it was but basically <laughs> she didn't say who it was going to be but she did like by virtue like she made it very clear of like it's it's this generation, like it's this yes, type okay. of person yes. on this side of the family, blah, blah, blah. I think her name is, you know, now in fairness, someone of that age, they kind of only have about five names, you know, so like, I don't know. But she was like, she's going to die in five weeks. Now, she's still alive, right? And, and how was, long ago was that reading? That was that reading was in September, maybe. OK, so you were traumatized by that reading. Well, I, I was like, I, I was traumatized. I sort of feel like this this person will this person is old, this person is infirm, this person is unwell. This person um, has often said, like, I kind of wish God would take me now, you know? Ah, God, yeah. And so yeah. part of me was like, oh, well, you know, this I, I need to like, first of all, I need to see this person and I need to, like, make sure that mm. everything is in order, um. but it's not going to be like this the saddest tragedy in the world. It's not going to be tragic. It's going to be sad. Yeah. um. But and, and so, like, I told other people in my family. Of course right? you did. <laughs> Just so you know. You and know. then and then they were all like, Stephanie, you're a fool.
1: Yeah, well, there's a, there a few things there, Stephanie. First of all, the delivery of that. So someone is making a statement, oh, it was a statement. and it, yeah. it's a time statement. This person will pass on this side of the family in five weeks. That is. That to me would send shockwaves around a family. I feel uh, even a way of phrasing that to be there's this lady here. There's a lot come around health wise with her and um, check in with her. That would have been a nice way to say, you know, or that if you, that person was a medium to bring loved ones and spirit around to say they're looking after that person. Many of the time would I be connecting with loved ones and spirit? I, they would come around a family member and they would name a particular family member and then a client would go, oh, that person's not well. And I was like, well, I just need you to know. And I would name all the ancestors mm-hmm. that are currently with the person at this moment and that they're all circling them. Nothing would be mentioned about them passing or nothing would be mentioned about they're going to pass this point. It would be a message of love and support for the people here to realize the ancestors were around them right, okay. so that when that person passed, there would be a piece going, oh, didn't that
0: medium say, isn't right.
1: that lovely nanny and grandma? So it is the case that like
0: you can kind of tell when things are. Oh,
1: Yo, God, you can. Yeah, in but certain it's... it would depend on the person. You see, again, if you're really open for reading the, the absolute level of of accuracy that can be brought about is astounding. But when you come to a reading with a very cynical, skeptical, you know, impress me kind of an energy um, hide all the rings, just, you know, just all that kind of. Yeah, quality, I want to get know, into like, like what happens know, like, there. Like, and I mean, I just laughed, you know, it, it just for me, I did radio for 10 years, you know, so I'm so used to just and now since the pandemic, I've moved online and it's just audio. And it's the most purest way of connecting because you're not looking at a person, which I find, by the way, incredibly distracting. Yes. Because yeah. if a person has a lovely ring or a bling top, the magpie in me is immediately zoning out going, God, I wonder where she got that ring. Oh, focus. Right. Yes. Um, and so for me, when I am listening to the purity of that person's voice, I'm in their energy. And so it's just in the moment. In but the it's energy. also
0: been the case any time I've gone that it's been like. They don't say like you're married, you're single. They ask, "Are you married? Yeah. Are you single?" Yeah. And well, it's- they're not telepathic.
1: So, yes. um, a lot of people confuse readers and they think that you have to be a mind reader, and you're not. And the interesting aspect there is is that sometimes, um, the the, the person, the reader's own stuff might come up there. Do you know, so you could get a reader there that is had an awful lot of issues with um breakups and marriage and stuff, and they might assume everyone around them was going through a divorce or a breakup. Do you know, I think the more integrity you have, so there's, I don't really have any issue if if someone's like, you know, is their partner? Because I would normally pick up a partner around a person Mm and I would normally feel. But the other thing, by the way, is if somebody is going through a breakup and they're not recuperating well from that breakup, they'll still read as in a couple because they haven't moved on. So their energy is still very much in a relationship. They're not even looking for a relationship. So I'll pick up sometimes that that person. It's like my cards will say one thing and I'll be the other. So I said, look, I'm really sorry but my cards are telling me you're single. But my heart saying that you're not that you're still in a relationship and the person normally is going through that. So I get why a reader would say that. I don't I don't feel there's anything I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I say for readers, like, are you single or in a relationship right now? They want to get just straight to it mm-hmm. for you and not waste time, you know? And um, but I, I think sometimes then if there's too many questions, I mean, I, I, I don't mind that. Um, but it, it should be just that the client just goes, yes, that makes sense. No, that doesn't make sense.
0: And with the client, then is it, you know, some clients may come in like with a lot of questions how do you do it? Do you just kind of do like a broad reading first and then ask if they have any questions? Yeah, 100%. That's what I do. It Normally with my style,
1: because I just said to you there, curiosity, kill the cat. I go right in. So normally at the end, it's very rare my clients have questions because I go right into the sweet spot. Normally, you know, within a couple of minutes of a reading, you Mm -hmm. know, Um, if it's a person's first reading with me, I tend to kind of guide them in gently. But my regulars now, they get it with, with both barrels. It's like, you know, what's the crack Great to hear from you? Right what the hell is going on here yeah, do you know because yeah, yeah. if I have a spread that's messy or cluttered energy I'm like what in the name of you so know. you always use tarot cards do you no, no. Um, I use combinations Uh, I tend to find I use uh, the oracle cards I've always loved there's a very gentle energy with them I found when I started out and was using tarot people kept freaking out in front of me um, when they see the deck card the tarot and the death card doesn't mean the deck card anyway or the tower card you know people are like Jesus you know so yeah. I and I, I began reading with the energy oracle, so I'm a very fond energy for energy cards. And they're very lovely energy. And um, they can still give you a Bishop Brennan, kick up the backside. But the person in front, of you doesn't realize that, you know, so I'd have trigger cards. And then I develop my own divination tools, the fairy stones, and they're really sweet and they're nice for um developing your intuition and things like that. And I'm currently working on an energy oracle deck at the moment. So that's a big bucket list thing for me so is, cool. is to do my own deck. So um. And, and again, I'm, I'm very fussy. And I would review a lot of cards and um, decks sometimes on my page as well, because it's nothing more annoying now. And especially since COVID, you go into a bookshop and, you know, at least with a book, you can read the back and see what you're buying. Whereas a deck of cards, you it's, can't. And it's no, you can't. I used to hate that. So part of the reason why I, I switch around and use so many decks on my page is that you some people go, oh, God, I love that card or oh, that's a pretty deck. And then they can go and buy it then from whatever source, you know?
0: So while I have you, I'm going to take the opportunity to um, take you hostage for a minute and tell you about the merchandise that we are selling. We have notebooks and pens which are branded with the basically branding and you should buy them. You should buy them because it's a lovely notebook. Who doesn't need a notebook? If you are a Headstuff podcast member, if you buy the notebook, you get the pen for free. It supports me. It supports the podcast. It supports the producers, the people who work on the show and means that we can continue to make these podcasts and give them to you for free. If you want to become a Stuff podcast member, if you get a lot from the podcast and you think, God, I'd like to support Stephanie and the podcast, you can become a Stuff podcast member for five euro plus that. Uh, or you can give more if you want to go to headstuffpodcast.com and you can click register there and you pick a podcast. You can pick up to three podcasts. If you pick three podcasts, what happens there is that the five euro that you're giving gets split between the three podcasts that you're supporting. Or you can pick just one podcast. Say you pick my podcast, then you'll get my bonus material for free and all of the bonus material for all of the other podcasts on the network. So it's a really, really good deal, five euro, all of these special podcasts. So if you want to do that, do it. I'll be very, very grateful. The people who are in the community, the Head Stuff podcast members are my favorite people. They support the podcast. They mean that you can listen to this podcast for free. It's five euro a month. I'm going to stop talking now, but I really appreciate your support. Thank you. Oh, and also, if you cannot afford to support the podcast, but you want to support the podcast, you can also give us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Leave us a good review or share the podcast with two other people. That's it. Just send the podcast to two other people who will listen to it, who you think will benefit from it. That helps to get our listeners up, which helps us get sponsorship. It's all how it works. And uh, yeah, I'd be really grateful if you do that too. Bye. While I have you, I want to tell you about another podcast on the network that I think you might enjoy. Sissy That Pod. So if you like RuPaul's Drag Race, you're going to love this podcast. Sissy That Pod serves up Drag Race recaps for the UK, US and all-star series of RuPaul's Emmy award-winning show. Not only that, but the hosts James and Kean, they also cover Drag Race spin-off shows for their Head Stuff Plus bonus episodes. So if you're a fan of RuPaul's Drag Race, then this is the show to subscribe to. Have a little listen. My name is Keene. And I'm James. And we host Sissy That Pod. Sissy That Pod is a fun, informative and comprehensive companion podcast into the world of the queer and colourful cultural behemoth that is RuPaul's Drag Race. Join us every week as we cover the current season of the show, All-Star 7, through the eyes of two queer Irish fans. Or scour through our back catalogue wherever you get your podcasts or on headstuffpodcast.com to check out the other seasons we've covered. But for now, start your engine. It's time to crown an ultimate queen. And what is the, like, how... So I've done that, right? I had, uh, I had a deck once, ages ago, that was remember Dorian Virtue oh She's, Voldemort <laughs> you went there you I went, went there, there Stephanie so I mean listeners can just google it. she was oh, she was there and then she wasn't there but anyway she had this um, she'd have come to Jesus Jesus, come to moment. Jesus moment but she had a very nice deck of um, angel cards Um and I, it was this, this that that fair that I went to at, in Scotland. It was um, Hogmanay two thousand eight two thousand nine. So New Year's two eight. So New Year's Day two thousand and nine. Healing with the angels or messages with the angels deck. You got it was blue messages maybe. It was messages.
1: So, uh, there was actually an angel called Fiona in that deck. Um, it's all women's names in that deck. That's her second deck that she published. Um, so I met Doreen Virtue and. Uh, I always remember it was before my first, she went to the dark side. Oh, no. And she was all love and light. It's why I say love and shite. That's oh, my right, phrase. Okay. Is, it's, it comes from that love and shite. So before she had her come to Jesus Bible Belt moment, which is another lucrative industry, we won't even go there. Um, but before she did that, I mean, during virtue is the reason why the industry yes. is so uh, prolific today and she needs to be credited with that. She was the angel lady. Her and Diana Cooper in the very early 90s and um, you know, were the ones who brought angels and angel cards into our consciousness you could mm-hmm. say. Before it would be the third level on Hughes and Hughes or chapters and you'd almost feel as if you were a shady character going into the esoteric section you know. Yeah. Whereas Doreen Virtue it was an Hay House became a machine. And so Hay House, she came in and I mean, her workshops and her tours, I mean, she came to Ireland, she was booking out the RDS. And I remember a really lovely friend of mine um, bought me tickets because her tickets in the RDS were 150 punts, punts. And sure, I was a single mom at the time, you know, there was no way I could afford anything like that. And this lovely friend was like, let's just go. You know, should really hippie, you know, <laughs> and she was like, let's. And I was like, that's a hundred and fifty. And she was like, let's just see what happens. I was like, oh, Jesus. So I remember at the time I was loving her healing with the fairies deck. That was a deck I absolutely adored. And I had the book and the book is essentially a love story of how she met. Well, her now ex-husband, <laughs> Stephen Farmer at the time. It was a gorgeous story. And I just thought it oh, it's so lovely. I was so naive and I bounced in like a little tigger into the RDS dying to meet other spiritual people because by the way you would, there was no internet there was no yeah, Facebook no there was no I feel so old saying this yeah but you know it was before Facebook or anything like that so I was like other spiritual people this will be great and it was like I went into a wall and I always remember I bounced up to these two ones in their pink Hay House t-shirts. And I just noticed one of the guys had the book, my book, and it was all full of little tags of like, you know, little page marks. Yeah. So dying to ask him what his favorite thing was. And I just remember going, hi, hi. And uh, what was your favorite bit? And I just remember the two of them look at me, first of all, you know, when you get that look up and down and it was like, you know, we're here to help. And I was like, you're not helping right now. And it was like, if you'd like to go over there. There's the stands upstairs is this. And I was like, they just blanked what I asked. It was if like, you know, you're just a muggle. Go yeah. away. So I remember my friend steered me because she knew how hurt I was. And she was like, Fiona, let's just go upstairs. And I was like, oh, why do we go upstairs? Everything's down here. OK, and I followed her because I was like under obligation. She, she got the ticket. So I was like, OK, so we went up to the like nosebleeds. And I remember just looking at the 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 wall to wall stands. Wall, my first actual experience of, wow, this is an industry oh, my goodness, books and calendars and magnets. And and I remember kind of, you know, going, oh, my goodness. Just merch, like merch, merch, merch from floor, like the whole way down the RDS main, like the, either side. And then she came on and I was like, we were in the middle. There was nobody around us. It was just the two of us in the middle, like holding space. Anyway, that's for another day. And so I remember very clearly she brought him on stage and it was all this like, oh, Ireland and the fairies and there's so much lovely energy here and we're kind of sitting there going, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the end, I just remember having my hand up, not realizing I had my hand up and then coming to me with the microphone and we nearly having a heart attack. And she's, oh, look at you up there with all the angels. What question do you have? And I was like, well, I said, you know, just about Irish energy and working with um the Fae in Ireland and Elementals in Ireland. And, and she's, oh, yes, yes, you will. You will. And you will write a book and you will do this and you will do that. And. I remember just going, yeah, here's here's the microphone back. Because I just remember just feeling, oh, this all feels wrong. This feels Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, I should be, you know, everybody was fawning over, like fawning as if like the Messiah had arrived. Yeah. And I just felt like, what a load of shite. And then I thought, is there something wrong with me? You know, because I'd read all her books, I'd bought all her her. And I just when I met her, I just was like, this is so fake. This is just so, you know. Bless you. Namaste. Namaste. Love
0: and light. And evidently it was because she then turned away from it. So it's
1: just it was a multi-billion dollar industry. And then she had her come to Jesus moment. And now it's all she denounced all her work. But not only off all the cards, but not only that, though, Stephanie. And this is what pisses me off about Doreen Virtue. She charged up to a grand to do her certified angel therapy practitioner courses. Those courses, she then publicly condemned and said they were in league with the devil. So can you imagine? So
0: you've paid her all this money to all do this, this training money and now you can't. And
1: now it? you can't use it because she went out and said basically tarot cards, angel cards, Reiki practitioners. I mean, the um, reflexologists. I mean, the amount of relief and peace these wonderful healers do in the holistic industry. And she condemned all of that. So she I mean, she literally took wanted to take everyone out. So that's why I have absolutely no regard for her. I'd understand if she found Jesus. Fair play to you. We all have to walk our own path.
0: But don't try and annihilate the people who you're leaving behind or who you
1: entire industry. I have a question about. Um, Sorry, you went on to Doreen Virtue. It gets me on my soapbox because it's fine. like Baltimore. To this when you mentioned her name to it's me.
0: Absolutely fine. <laughs> I was going to ask a question though about whether. So intuition, right? Yes. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I have a feeling about something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is this really wise intuition or is this intense anxiety and should be ignored? You know, okay. like I never know what what is what is true or what is like. You know, I might get a vibe off someone, but I'm like, is this a vibe I'm getting that's that i should rely on or is this just me being anxious cuz it's a new person or it's you know okay how do you know okay so the difference between your ego and your intuition is
1: ego is i always say ego easing god out ego is fearful it's paranoid it's anxious it's hurried it's um i always joke and say about ego it's either telling you your shit or shit hot it's one or the other you're mm-hmm. either doubting you're either fearful you're either in an anxious state the hyperventilating or you're thinking you're better than everyone else Donald Trump style you know mm-hmm. um, and then the soul is quiet the soul is like nope doesn't go into explanation you just know
0: and you and don't need
1: to justify you it don't justify it it's almost when something sits with you it resonates so you'll also you'll find yourself agreeing to something before you've even thought it through you'll go yeah and
0: you'll go what, what was that about
1: that came from the soul energy or when something doesn't sit so and is I' always, that
0: part of how you, like when you're doing a reading for someone, I'm interested in like how you can be like are you ever unsure of something with someone?
1: Yeah, oh God, I'm unhuman. So sometimes that can be a vibe I'll get. It cannot I tend to get that more with the people that come with an attachment and a level of expectation for a reading. So let me explain. When you go to a reading, and you are very blinkered in what you wish the outcome of that reading to be. So when you are wanting. That medium or reader to tell you what you want to hear, mm-hmm. that's attachment. So you're not open really to any outcome. to any outcome. So I get a vibe and even and um, that's really with a psychic reading, not really with mediumship, you know, um, as that is just spirit. Um, you can't you can't control that at all. But in a psychic reading, you'll get people trying to navigate or control or, you know, I'll pick up possibly a relationship that's not in a good place. And the person's like, yeah, but, you know, when are we getting married? Okay. And I'm like, "Um." (laughs) I'm almost trying to go. I feel we have a few issues of communication here on both sides. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But when are they going to propose to me? And I'm like. Well, actually, I would be looking more at this about is are you suited to each other? Is it? it feels like a bigger issue here between you both, you know? And so you're trying to gently kind of steer, rest, not steer, but more or less, you know, everything what I do is it's all about integrity and honesty. And so um, and I will not be led by a sitter. So sometimes I get really pissed off with that. So, you know, sometimes you'll even get people go, you know, well, I was hoping you're going to tell me this. Uh, like you come out and say and I'll say well that's not me I will give you the truth and you know I have to be in my integrity I have to finish this reading like you're only as good for me personally my motto is you're only as good as your last reading do you know Okay, and so with every reading I would bring that integrity and I'd hold that space for that person and I would tell them what I see and I would go into that energy of that now when someone's open to that that's powerful because that's where a person who could be in a very toxic cycle may need to go into therapy or counseling. They may need to look at other services. And that's where I would very gently say, have you ever considered therapy? Have you ever considered, you know, and it's one thing that I am again, I I kind of bang on about it, but mediums and psychics are not therapists and they should never be mistaken for therapists. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people go to mediums or psychics as in lay and um, and it's like I would read for a lot. I would have a lot of psychologists and psychotherapists now and that I read for because of are talking about Carl Jung and everything like that. Yeah. Uh, and, um, you know, I would refer them on or I find it as well. One of the psychologists reading for it said, I used to give um, referrals to various uh, psychotherapists psychologists I knew until a psychologist said to me no Fiona that person needs to find that themselves it's better off that they go and make that themselves okay. um, because if that therapist isn't right for them they, they'd they almost put like well Fiona sent me to that person and, and, I, try and, I, and I, yeah because it wasn't a psyche thing me sending them to that it was I picked up that that person need therapy but it wasn't like this is the therapist you should go to so then I realised oh god there's I didn't realise there's, there's a lot of weight so then I just go, look would you be interested in going therapy or looking at that because sometimes we can become very stuck. So part of a reading is kind of in a very gentle way saying, OK, and I, I would get a lot of psychic tourists that would go from psychic to psychic to psychic to psychic, to psychic tell me what I want to hear. And they're the people that really need help. They need help and they're hemorrhaging money. They're paying 50 to 100 to whatever for a reading. We won't even go into the phone psychics, which is like 150 to 50. A minute they could spend 150. They need to be in therapy. Because that's about facing a reality that they're running away from. Right, and okay. so they want to be told that abusive relationship, they're all of a sudden that person's going to change. And, change. It's going to and it's like, hold on, the only person that's responsible for the change for themselves is yourself. You can't change another person, but you can be responsible for your action. So, a really good reading is holding space for that person and being tender, be, being very respectful, you're holding somebody's soul. You know, that, mm-hmm. that's how I feel about it anyway. So that's why I get very angry with the likes of readers saying someone's going to die uh, No, leave that person
0: because people are vulnerable. They're and you projecting
1: don't... as well. There's an awful lot of untrained readers, an awful lot of untrained readers and a lot of messed up people. And, you know, that old expression, hurt people, hurt people dangerous feckers going around doing readings, telling people, oh, no, leave your partner. What's wrong with them? Like it's they're They're projecting their kind of effed upness onto other people. So
0: how often has it happened that like um, so it's kind of a double sided question. One, how do you like switch off so that you're not reading the people you're sitting next to on the bus or you're not seeing, you know, the, the spirits of people everywhere? Well, or do it's, you?
1: it's for me. For me, I'd see energy around people or I'd feel things. And I have the way I've always done it has been with spirit that I've say, for example, the times I've had to give messages to members of the public um, has been very much in alignment with what was for them. So what I mean by this is I'll have a code word that changes every time. So one one time when I was in Sligo, I was in a pharmacy looking at makeup and um, I felt a lady came into the shop and uh, I immediately felt a gentleman had a traumatic passing and I was like, go away. Absolutely not. So I said, right, the word angel. If the word angel is said three times, I will give a message. You know, this person's okay. Well, I mean, like, Absolutely. Yeah. If I hear the word angel three times. Right. So I happened to know the girl behind the counter and she was like, i do doing your makeup for you. And I, absolutely. So I sat up in the chair, loving this. And uh, next thing this woman came around the corner again and stood there beside me. And I was thinking, oh, crap. And she went. You know, she goes, there's something. Do you believe in angels? And I was like, yeah, I do. There's something about you. I believe in angels. That was too. And I was there going, ah, spirit, come on. And then she goes, yeah. She goes, you know, there's like an angel shop. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. And so the girl who was doing my makeup was like, well, actually, you're going to the medium. She goes, are you? She's gone. And I said, look, I said, and then I gave her a message and it's from a lovely job. And he died dramatically. And he just wanted to say thank her. And the poor woman ran out of the shop and I couldn't do anything. I was still there and she came back in. Apparently she was related to one of the people who worked in the shop, but she had found this man and he had um, taken himself to spirit very, very tragically. And she had found his body and she had meant to call in earlier in the day and she got busy. And so she always blamed herself that if she would called in earlier, she would have found him. Uh So when. I gave her the message and it was just basically said thank you and uh, thank you for being so kind to me and there was nothing she could have done that day Mm -hmm. and that there was something about the photo she carried and she reached into a person there was a photo of him that she always carried him and it was like she carried the weight of the fact that she never called in like Mm -hmm. she felt personally responsible so he had to get a message to her to say you are not responsible and so in that aspect that is where absolutely I'm in service to spirit but there's conditions because and if you, you think I'm going in. around like a mad one up to, you know, and so that's where it just comes in. But I wouldn't be kind of looking at people. I think that's like, you know, Stephanie, it's like the equivalent of going through someone's underwear drawer. Do
0: you know like that? So you do have to. That's what I'm saying. Like you have to kind of tune in. Yeah. Yeah. So like yeah. you'd kind of, that's yeah. sort of like you'd yeah. be, what's the word? Kind of like eavesdropping on their internal life. I don't, you see, I, I don't think you can do that to
1: everybody it's, I haven't tried I have to be very honest with you Stephanie I haven't tried the only time I've ever kind of opened myself up to that is when in my early days when a medium was on stage I used to try and connect with who they were connecting with and see if I get the same messages which of course is when um, the circles is frowned upon and it's uh, not considered professional behavior but right. I didn't know that well you're pulling on a link so if a oh, medium right does not okay. have enough experience they could be in the middle of getting like say a path that pass for cancer next time. all of a sudden a Claire will go through what happened to Pat It's because there's a medium in the second row jumping Try. in and linking okay. in with Pat you know it's like I'm going to but the more experienced you become as a medium you become very much more clear in your power and you can hold a link and you can break it energy and move away when you feel people pulling on your energy you know does everyone I didn't have that.
0: spirits around them
1: Oh god yeah we all do we all do and and it's not a case of like brown's cows do you know I, I find that our ancestors are always with us they're always looking after us we're we're always held in, in a really beautiful way and i always joke and say spirit don't do bedrooms or bathrooms do you know like they couldn't be arsed you know they've yeah. better things to be going on with but we carry them in our heart and at times you might hear a song in the radio you might get a particular smell and you might even overhear the name or somebody saying a name or a memory could pop up on your phone and that's a little nod from them um letting them almost kind of saying, oi I'm right beside you. I'm looking after you, you know, it's not this bolt of light from heaven saying hi, you know, yeah. or this, a lot of people see that that bloody film, the sixth sense, you know, Jesus. I think if a lot of memes could see like that, the pe- mediums would be jumping over for anybody else, to spirit, because uh, how traumatic is that? And, you know, that level of clairvoyance, normally they wouldn't speak. You know, if you yeah. saw someone in full full 3D like that, their amount of energy generated for that, I've only seen that several times in my life, Um, you know, mostly Spirit will communicate through all the clairs your clairvoyance, clairsentience, clairaudience, claircognance, clair augustance, clair aliens, which is all the clairs, which mean your clair is clear tasting, which you can taste things in your mouth, your clair you can smell such so as perfume or tobacco, your claircognance is knowing, you yeah. just know you know, your clairsentience is feelings, you can feel how a person dies, their personality, and your clairaudience you can hear and you have internal clairaudience and external. So internal, as I could hear the names, like I like to explain that, like you go into a supermarket and you're thinking milk, bread, cheese, but you're not verbalizing it out Mm -hmm. loud. In my head, I could hear John, dad, cancer, right? Okay. You know, but it's my voice, no accent. Yes. You know, because spirit obviously don't have vocal cords or anything like that. So they're using my body. So then I could feel a shift in my body. So I could feel I have a man. I could feel this person's heavy set. I could feel my jaw kind of changing. I could feel a fluttery energy around my heart. Everything's happening at once. So when you're talking to me now, Stephanie, you're using your mind to think, to formulate things. You're listening to what I'm saying. You're looking at me. All your senses are you're, you're not you're in one sense or another, they're cohesively working together. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing as us mediums, you know, we, the spirit are using. We're a conduit. And it's that's why the term medium comes about where we're using our bodies,
0: our senses to con- convey that message to the client. But in reading, like you're also like looking at me, concentrating mm, on me. Yeah, but yeah. also con- is, it must be really exhausting. How many of these can you do a week?
1: It's not Um. It, it's it's not even it, it's it's only exhausting because you're, you're plugged into energy, so um, and ha- we all have energy. And how I'll give you a description of good energy is, do you know when you're having a deadly conversation with someone and you're hyper and you come away from the conversation, you're like, that was a great chat That was yeah, yeah, yeah. that was the energy behind that conversation. We talk in energy. We are on the same wavelength. That's, that's, energy, that's energy, you know, talk, yeah. vibe. That's energy talk. You know, that person gets me. That's energy. That's been LinkedIn, right? Mm-hmm. Stand in an elevator and you'll see about plugging and pulling your energy right in close to your body. And that's saying that person just doesn't get me. That you know, there's something off with that person. And so that's where we pull our energy in and that we we we, we can disconnect from an individual or a person. So it can be when I have a flow of clients that I just totally Get and there's a flow and yummy conversations, and like I could be as high as a kite. But if I get a spiritual Karen, yes, okay, uh, that's a whole other different affair because that is draining. That's like, well, like, you know, what color, like, 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 color are they like, or what like flavor ice cream did they like? It's like, I haven't a clue. Do you know, that's telepathy. If I could do that, I'd be giving you a lot of numbers as well. Do you know, yes, so yeah. that, that can be ignorance and it can also be a bit of spiritual snobbery, also too. So um, and I feel that sometimes people would have that like level of attachment, or they've made up their mind about a reading before they've had it, mm-hmm. you know. So and and that can destroy a reading. So if somebody's difficult or confrontational or awkward or won't even say yes or no, Stephanie, like I I get people that do won't you still even do say, in person. I it's online now. It's all audio.
0: Okay, so but then. So you're just talking to
1: yeah. It's like you- yeah. I I've had to stop readings only there a few weeks ago. I had a had a person that silence and I said excuse me can you hear me yeah I was like "Uh (laughs) uh-huh like okay well um I'm not telepathic I'd like to give you a lot of numbers but I am only human and I all I need is yes that makes sense no that does not make sense that is all I need uh I can't read minds I can't give a lot of numbers it's a yes or no that that resonates with you that makes sense and I can move forward Uh uh-huh that's still not a yes or a no okay Uh, right 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 so I was very, very near to ending the session and saying, look, it, I want you to get the best out of your session, but I, I can't work with you're not giving I've nothing to work with the, the vibration in your voice of a yes, the vibration in your voice of a no, and um, us mediums get things wrong. Of course, we do. We're human, do you know, so a symbol I might have. I could be getting a clairvoyant energy um, uh, for uh, a symbol that I would have. So it could be something with a car. Now, it could be to do with that person needs to move or that person is buying a car. I have to go, sorry, do you understand about it? Or learning to drive, you know? So it's like I might have to say, sorry, I'm getting an image of a car here. Do you understand Are you, you doing something around a car or buying a car? And if that person's like, right, yeah. yes or no it's okay to be wrong yeah. you know it's absolutely <laughs> yeah, yeah. fine to be wrong so um that that's that's me, Stephanie so that's the only time I get drained you know so um or the other day Saturday there I literally had a day full of clients and I literally forgot I read David Gray tickets booked from about three freaking years ago oh, wow. so my sister <laughs> the night the two days before is was like oh by the way when are we when's that David Gray concert and I was like I thought you knew. I thought you knew. Jesus. And it was Saturday. So I had to my last two clients, I had to move and I had to literally jump into a running car and straight down the road. So I went from a whole day of talking straight into singing evening, at the top you. of my lungs. So that's why my voice is still not fully <laughs> recovered. I'm still barking. I'm like, arf arf. so that's the only time, Stephanie, it takes from me, you know.
0: Um, I know you have an incredible waiting list, but if people want to find out more about you or hound you or get on your waiting list, where can they find you?
1: Oh, Instagram is the best place. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Fiona Fairy Psychic Medium, and just to say that there F-A-E, is FAE, is F-A-E or y, yes. Yeah, that's all the elemental. There's over 50k in the page, and that's the genuine page. Unfortunately, I have. I wouldn't like to even say how many fake pages. There's no backup page of my account. So it'll be the one with there's over the over 50k
0: following. That would be me. Yes. And you can also check because I'm following you. You, so you can, I'll, Or we'll tag, be tag me. Tag me or whatever. Yeah. And we'll then people will know 100%. Brilliant. But people could be listening to this months after, you know. Oh, okay. Yes. So, um, good 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 thinking there we'll be mutual friends um i could talk to you all day thank you so much for joining me um and for demystifying the mystical and it's it's really refreshing to hear that one you think it should be regulated two that i had a dodgy i had a dodgy (laughs) reading by someone who told me that someone was going to die um and yeah it was an absolute pleasure thank you so much thanks stephanie you have listened to another episode of Basically. Our music is by Only Ruin. Our graphic design is by Kahlo Gara. Julie Hassett is our producer and we are part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. See you next week. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the podcast studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.